Welcome, everybody, to your favorite day of the week. I'm Anthony Irwin. I'm joined by Aaron Larsoul on our actual favorite day of the week. Feel That's like right. It's been a little while since we did it on the actual day of the week. Yeah. Uh, what has it been? Is, a couple, three weeks, maybe? It, it's been it's been all over the place. These these guests, man, like they just they're so picky. They have schedules, I guess. Air mm. quotes there. Mm, I'm, not even, mm. I'm not sure what a schedule even is. Like my schedule is like <laughs> wake up. Get angry about the Lakers for a bit. Mm-hmm. Have lunch. Continue to you know sit in my stew of annoyance. Wait a second. How? Okay, two questions then. Either a, how late do you wake up, or b, how long are you getting upset about the Lakers? Because if if the only thing you do between waking up and having lunch is get angry about how the Lakers are doing, that seems like uh... I feed off of I feed off the negative energy. Like okay, I so you know, like so like good that's for the diet. breakfast for you. Yeah, that's breakfast. <laughs> I'm not really that big of a breakfast guy. Yeah, to no, be honest. I don't mess with it either. Yeah, I don't either. Like everybody always says, like, oh my god, it's my favorite day of the meal. It's like, I mean, the favorite what? The favorite what now? What did I say? Oh, favorite day of the meal. Favorite meal of the day. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that I'm just like, I don't know. Feels like a lot of the breakfast is just kind of mixed together. It's eggs, mm-hmm. some kind of protein, and then yeah, I'm on that like Guy Fieri. Kind of I don't, sauce. I don't like eggs. So that guy, Guy Fieri, hates eggs. So um, I don't really? like eggs. Yeah. So breakfast is kind of looks like an egg. That's just like a <laughs> you're you self-made. are not wrong. <laughs> you are not wrong. Where is Avery Mountain? What's going on there? Where where's well, you know, made the announcement last night. Yeah. About the pressure cooker. It's yeah. a thing that is happening. We are going to be, or I'm going see, we moved out here to Texas. I used to watch games either with friends or with my po my 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 folks. And you know, we just it was fun to to sit there and you know, on occasion laugh at the announcers. Right. Get angry at referees. Sure. Ask what the bleep is going on. Always. Be really happy about what the bleep is going on. And I miss that like social aspect of watching games. And like basically my entire career is like, how can I get Irritate paid people on Twitter? Well, <laughs> can I get paid for like what I enjoy doing anyway? This is basically what I've set out to, to do in this in this mm-hmm. vertical. And so the, the latest venture, like we said last night, this pressure cooker, last five minutes of uh, nationally televised Lakers games, going to hop on here, going to send out a link and you can, I'll probably go, probably going to do spaces too. So Twitter spaces, YouTube, Twitter yeah. itself, Facebook, um, anywhere that you can, you can access this link. It's going to get shot out to automatically shouts to StreamYard. And uh, and yeah, I'm just going to sit here and watch this like Manning cast style. The occasional guest, depending on if people want to sit in and have a cocktail with me while we watch that game. So that's what. Yeah, I get paid to drink, basically, because that's that's what I like to do anyway. So mm-hmm. what are you sipping on, by the way? What do you got today? Today? So it was my birthday last week or a couple weeks ago now. And a uh, buddy of mine got me a redemption rye. Uh, mm, is delicious. Is, uh, yeah, delicious. Yeah. So I made a, I made an old fashioned with it. I think it's better straight is what I'm finding out. It's I mean, kind of all, all liquor is better straight, but eh, I don't know. Old fa- like there's certain <laughs> like there are certain rise, especially because a rye can be kind of harsh. Uh, a rye can it'll, it'll know, bite you. It'll bite you. A yeah, little bit. like they'll, they'll yeah, jump up and bite the back of the throat. So it's kind of nice sometimes to to cool it down a little with with um, some some simple syrup, some of those bitters, a little splash of water. Yeah, you, know. you just said bitters are calming things down. So I have concern. I mean, I'm telling <laughs> I you, have, I have officially I would like to register a concern officially. 
Well, that's a, I was making a drink the other day and I accidentally splashed some spitters on my counter, some bitters on my counter. And, and I just like wiped it up with my finger and just like licked my finger. My counters are clean. So I just like licked it and, and my tongue went numb. Like it was what don't do bitter straight. Yeah. Is what, is the <laughs> there's a reason the they story. come. There's a reason they come. <laughs> it comes out of the little bottle one drop at a time. <laughs> there is a reason. <laughs> it's like, I, I walk back to the seat. And I'm going like, oh, you know, and Jen's and Jen goes, what's wrong with you? And I said, I hadn't been, you know, just. <laughs> <laughs> are you so, a, are you, are you a, a Vegas guy? Yeah. We, we hung guy? out in Vegas. Yeah. yeah I love Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. So love Vegas too much. Uh, doesn't love the, me the, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We hung out. Was it 2018 summer league? 2018. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the, in the uh, Cosmo, there's a bar in the Cosmo. Uh, chandelier bar and they have a a drink that you can only get there and part of it is you uh you you like eat this flower you bite this flower and your whole mouth goes numb but it also changes the drink it changes the flavor of of the drink it's this like special flower that yeah so they reminded me of that um it's also delicious it's also delicious the drink is delicious it makes it it makes it taste sweet this coming summer league, then we're gonna we're gonna go to the chandelier bar and we're gonna do this together. Okay. I think I can expense it, right? Like if we just record a show there while sipping on that drink, we can expense it. Sounds good to me. All right. Hey, go. <laughs> don't threaten me with a good time, brother. <laughs> uh, today's show is. Uh, can I expense my? Uh, can I expense my gambling losses? You know, I've asked. They yeah. they don't they they frown upon that kind of thing. They don't they don't like that as much. So, so I'm going <laughs> to, so now we're starting with story time. Um, you know what? Never mind. I'm just going to, I'm not, I'm, I, 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 there's a reason I've been talking like Cleveland has come up uh, for me recently and I'm going to stay away from why Cleveland is. Cleveland. Gonna, <laughs> yeah. But uh, so I, I lost it. There's a terrible casino connected to the hotel in Cleveland, also mm-hmm. connected to the arena called the, uh, Jack Cleveland's a terrible place, by the way. Um, just ask Odell. I, yeah, Cleveland is a o- terrible, terrible place. Odell but I happened, I happened to kind of randomly have met two girls from there in the last, like, no, you know what? Never mind. Oh man, um, I thought I thought that was about to be a wild ass story. <laughs> <laughs> and they also have the same name, which is kind of Ooh. scary. Uh, but anyway, so uh, I've been talking about Cleveland, and I lost a bunch of money at that terrible casino that's connected to the hotel where the Lakers stay and the arena, as uh-huh. the Jack it's called. So I was just telling Jack the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I lost like nine hundred bucks there in like fifteen minutes because it's a terrible, Holy terrible shit. place. And then on the next trip, I basically got kidnapped in Denver and taken to. There's a uh, in the mountains in Denver, like forty five minutes outside of Denver. There's a uh, a indigenous peoples. Uh, like casino basically huh. uh, in outside of Denver and won like four grand on the next trip. So uh, that story just popped in my mind when I was talking about expense and gambling losses and Cleveland. So it was the fun kind of kidnapping. It was like the, you know, your friends. No, I was, I was and... actually pretty bitter about it, but then, cause I didn't want to go, I wanted to go back to the hotel and go to sleep. But after uh, we yeah, went so and I won four grand, thing. yeah, then mm-hmm. it was, then I liked it better. And that made me not feel so bad about that terrible experience in Cleveland. Although, you know what? I'm making a <laughs> Cleveland. I'm sorry. I've, I've spent the last, never mind. You know what? The all-star, the all-star game myself in Cleveland this year. The, yeah, think, uh, it is. And I completely unrelated to the people I've been hanging out I'm with going. recently. I've been, I've been told I, I, I must attend. 
yeah, I, I think I'm going. I think I'm I'm supposed to be there too. So mm-hmm. we're gonna go get jacked. I think mm-hmm. uh, it's gonna be <laughs> so it's gonna be it's gonna be none degrees. By the way, <laughs> I know it's already cold out here, man. It's in the fifties. This is this is wild. But all right, enough rambling. Today's show we have a lot to get to. It's been another busy week. You had Robert Sarver uh, being a complete ass. Uh, for the last umpteen years, which, you know, allegedly, I, I don't know. I think I'm willing to <laughs> call alleged. Because, like, oh, yeah, if not, if not for like the stuff that he's alleged, you know, allegedly did. Right. Mm-hmm. If, we're, if we're if we're protecting ourselves legally, it, it's not just the stuff that he allegedly did. It's also the stuff that like he's done as an owner that like legitimately pissed me off. For the sake of those fans, yeah, know, yeah, cheap and and doing all that stuff like that. If you're going to be an owner and you're going to be cheap, you shouldn't be an owner. Um, so we're going to talk about uh, Bobby Sarves. <laughs> just came out today. Good old Bobby Sarves. Bobby but... Sarves. <laughs> we're going to talk about Ben Simmons uh, because again, seventy six. Yeah, we had you know <laughs> reset the counter. We are back to zero. We got to right. one. Right. Got to one. Right. We're back at zero. Uh, Woj tweeted out today that the Sixers are going to resume fining him uh, for not playing in these games. 360 and, grand a game. Ooh, makes makes your uh, experience in Cleveland feel a lot better, right? Like, <laughs> I should probably. <laughs> Cleveland, is, Cleveland is now officially a very dangerous place for me. <laughs> outside, outside of gambling at the, at the Jack, it is now a very dangerous place for me. And, uh, you know, to wrap things up, this is a Lakers show. Aaron, you are incredibly well, you know, uh, attached to the Lakers. And my voice sounds like not great. Uh, That may have nothing to do with my experience at the game and after the game last night. But yes, I I was there. My my voice doesn't sound that great. And it's because I spent all last all night last night screaming into a pillow. It was just it was just just psychopathic behavior to be honest. So we're, we have a lot to get to. And then finally, because the subject matter of today's show is kind of, you know, a little foreboding, a little, little kind of down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we are going to actually give you guys the Ruben Patterson story that Aaron, yes. Aaron has been uh, promising. I still haven't heard the story because right. I have wanted to, I have wanted to, uh, you know, react to this organically. Okay. So yeah, let's get it. We are we are going to get to all of that. Let's start though with Robert Sarver. So Baxter Holmes of uh, ESPN put together a an incredibly well reported story with all kinds of sourcing. Um, and you know Sarver already comes off bad enough as it is, and that's before, by the way, you get to the fact that the things that were reported were actually vetted by lawyers. So there's probably way worse stuff that was borderline there. Or uh, and, and and I'm guessing, you know, because I, I saw one of some of the response was like, oh, well, I mean, a lot of it's hearsay. A lot of it, you know, it's just things that he said or did that didn't age well and all this stuff. And I'm like, if that's what is in the article right now, if that's mm-hmm. what people were willing to come forward with, then I, there's always stuff that is worse than the things that were officially reported. And, and uh, yeah, that's where, that's where we sit right now with this guy. I actually kind of wanted to start here because um, obviously like sexual harassment, bad culture, toxic culture, toxic masculinity, 
um, all kinds of isms and and obias that were that were presented throughout that article. But I, I thought and again, it's not like it's you know, I, I don't like doing the comparison shopping here with with the stories that were presented. But mm-hmm. I think the thing that made me feel the most uncomfortable was that current employees and especially black current employees were asked to give their thoughts on their current boss. And that is a no win situation. Like James Jones gave a quote and uh, Monty Williams was, was, was asked about this. And there is nothing that those people can say right now that doesn't in some way absolutely F up their lives. And, and that's the people like obviously feel terrible for the victims and the victims like are the ones that I do legitimately feel worse for because they're the literal victims here. Right. But, but the people who are presented as the black friend is always something that pisses me off. Uh, yeah. So there's a lot here, but, um, when, as you just mentioned, when you have people that are still there, uh, and, you kind of are forcing them into a, a position of even kind of like uh, kind of light, to choose their lightly, like or... lightly defending um, yeah. someone and all the statements that, that, um, that the sons and Sarver and the lawyers and, and et cetera have put out. Um, it does feel a lot like, Hey, look, I, I'm not a racist guy. This black person says this, or right. uh, I'm not a sexist. This woman says this. And, and uh, there is, I, I don't, I, I can't remember which comedian it was it cat Williams. I don't, maybe it's, I don't remember, but mm-hmm. do you remember uh, John rocker, you know, yeah. the, the very racist uh, there was an article about him. Brave. You know, yeah. Uh, closer for the Braves. And I can't remember the comedian. It would be better, you know, <laughs> it would be better if I could. But I, and basically uh, there was, you know, Rocker been like, oh no, you know, like defending himself saying, I, I, you know, I've had black people over my house. I got, I have these black friends, you know? Um, and the comedian was like, basically, if you can count how many <laughs> black friends you have, like you are like, okay, one, two, three, right? Like, oh, no, no, that's, that's enough. Um <laughs> like if you can if you can number people like that, then you probably uh yeah. So yeah. I that so that that is like very bother that's worrisome to me and, and it bothers me. Um and, and as you mentioned, it puts people in a really awful position. Um I know some people um there and uh connected to the story and people that were interviewed, and as you mentioned, um I have heard from them look i wasn't there so i don't know this to be true but i have heard things that are much much worse yeah um than it doesn't um, take much in the article to find that stuff yeah um yeah like much more troubling um but you're right espn um is not going to go with stuff that they can't get corroborated by multiple people Mm -hmm. um and so I believe, I don't know because I wasn't there, but I believe what I have heard about these other, some incidents um, that are much, much worse. The, the thing that kind of, 
So this like it was expected to be a bombshell, right? And it kind of was. But yeah, the story, because of what they could get, Baxter ESPN could get corroborated, felt more like um, the Mav stuff, like the toxic culture stuff, more Mm -hmm. than the Donald Sterling stuff. And from what I have heard, know, whatever, um, this is more Donald Sterling clippers than it is mark cuban mavs toxic workplace kind of stuff so i don't know if the other stuff will come out in in the nba's investigation um it is very very difficult to get owners removed i don't know that that's where this is going but if what i have heard is true then he should be removed um but i I don't know that it's going to get there so the removal thing is interesting to me because a son's co-owner went on the record here. Now, mm-hmm. anonymously, they didn't, they weren't named, mm-hmm. but said like a, a son's co-owner said it's embarrassing as an owner to be associated with this guy. And usually yes. if somebody is going to be removed from, you know, somebody in that kind of power is going to be, be removed. It requires people of similar stature to be upset about it. You know, yeah, but, but the difference though, in, in, in the Sterling case. And, and again, like I, I can't, I'm not going to like say specifically what I've heard or know or yeah. whatever, but that stuff, the stuff that I'm talking about is every bit as bad as yeah. the Donald Sterling stuff. Um, but there isn't a smoking gun yet, right there, there with Sterling, there was, there was audio recordings of him saying all of these things. And he also mentioned magic johnson by name yeah and you know magic is one of the all-time like pillars again of, of the nba so there, that stature, doesn't exist yet you know so so like he went after magic and like you like you it, it i don't i'm not sure sterling gets removed if he doesn't go after magic like he, and well and without, i think without the without the without the the tape i think that's like the smoking gun which doesn't exist yeah. at least yet in in what you call him Bobby Sarves? Bobby Sarves, yeah, yeah. I I just think I you know I, I just think, and and it was funny because one of the points that was raised here with Sarves was like, he's a you know he's he's a savvy business person. He mm-hmm. he does all these other things that aren't related to basketball. Well, you know, and and I think some of that like if you have the amount of money that he has access to, you have to be a bumbling idiot to to screw that up, right? Um, and and. And I think with the with the Suns, like they said, the frustration here is that he's a bumbling idiot with the Suns that he just like he just isn't in these other aspects of life. And and like, I, you know, what it what it says to me is. Like you, you learn a lot about somebody. I, I'm, I know I'm quoting Harry Potter here and I'm sorry, everybody, but like you learn a lot <laughs> about somebody from like the way that they treat the people who aren't on their level. Right. Yes. Whether it's professionally, yes. whether it's, you know, societally, whatever. Yes. Um, you learn a lot, somebody based on how they interact with the people that they don't have anything to gain from interacting with that person. Correct. And and I and and like this to me, you know, was somebody who didn't have much to gain by interacting well with the people that he employs because he, in his mind, everybody is replaceable. And right. it's such a it's such a disgusting way to run a business to be a human being like this just like on on top of because at the heart of racism 
while it's illogical, where it comes from is like not valuing somebody just based on what they look like, their culture. Like that's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a devaluation on somebody based on what that person looks like. And, and in this case, how willingly he is to devalue anybody who was different from him or dares to disagree with him is just, he can't, he, he's somebody that the NBA can't have around. So even if there isn't a smoking gun, the NBA can't associate themselves with an owner who is this quick to devalue people that, you know, that are trying to make his team and the NBA a better place. It's just, it, it just can't continue. So I agree with that. Um, but the, the, it, it is really difficult. It, it's not difficult. It requires quite a bit to get an owner yeah. removed. Um, so I agree with all of that. He shouldn't own the team, but I'm not sure that it's going to get to that level. Um, yeah. But when you were talking about, yes, I, and I, and I agree. I don't care. It was Harry Potter. You said you were going, I don't care. Whoever you, uh, that, that's right. serious back. And serious I have, back. I have in, in, in my time around the NBA and in life, um, what I have learned is that having a bunch of money, whether, you know, players, uh, owners, I'm around players, I'm around. I don't think money changes people. I think money amplifies people. Mm, yeah. Um, and so, right, if you're a wonderful, generous, kind person, you will be more so. If you're an asshole, you will be more so, right? Because yeah. there aren't the consequences. It allows you that, to do those things. Correct. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think that, you know, I think what we're getting is him at his core, right? Assuming yeah. any of this stuff is true. I think we're just getting this is who he is. And because he doesn't have to face the, any consequences for being that because of, of how much money he has, it's just amplified. Right. So, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, he should be, I, I, you know, what? I don't want to talk about this anymore. He's a terrible human being and yeah. he should be removed. I hope he's removed. I don't know if he will be because again, that like it, it, in what was reported because it is so difficult to get, enough people i mean you know apparently baxter t- interviewed like 70 people but because it is so difficult to get people generally on the record about things like this because people generally have too much to lose right like yeah. you know the whoever normal person working for the suns can't probably you know is afraid of losing their job right so um i was disappointed because of what i have heard i was disappointed this sounded more like toxic work environment more and than racist like, person racist misogynistic sexist like yeah. we got to get this dude up out of here yeah i agree the last point i want to make on this is like one unfortunate like i i would argue the most unfortunate aspect of professional sports is that you like sarver isn't anywhere near alone in in terms of like owners who have these stances or owners oh, absolutely. who look at people the way that they do. And, and, you know, cause I saw there was, there was some kind of, uh, I won't say outcry, but there was, there was a little admonishment, little uh, hand wringing of, of people who have been employed by Robert Sarver who haven't come forward, right. Or haven't said these things like Chris Paul is somebody who is active in the players union. How can, 
you not take a stand and and extend your contract in a situation with this guy like i saw that was one of the things and and like the issue there is like you're the implication is that Sarver, like if, if Chris Paul says, all right, fine, I'm not working for Robert Sarver, that he would go to any other team and that wouldn't be the case. And maybe there are there are teams out there that that wouldn't be the case. From the best of my knowledge, Jeannie is none of those things that Robert Sarver is. I can and, assure you she is none of those things. Yeah, and, and so like there are situations that a player can go to where you know they feel more comfortable with the person who signs their checks. But there mm-hmm. are also a ton more situations there where whether it's the majority owner or minority owners there who do have that in their past. And, sure. and like, I, I just think if, if we're going so far as to, you know, try to hold the Chris Pauls, the Monty Williams, the James Jones uh, accountable for Robert Sarver's own misgivings here, like that's a step too far for me. That's yeah. I, I mean, I, it's not, yeah. I don't think it's fair. Like, yeah, I don't think it's fair to look. There are a a finite number of jobs in the NBA, yeah. and right, like there's yeah. 30 teams, there's 30 GMs, there's 30 head coaches, and I, I agree that that's a step too far. Like, I don't, I don't think it's fair to try to decide for other people what hill they need to die on. Yeah, like it's just it's it's you know we see it in all kinds of industries, right? Where like there, I've I've worked for bosses in the past that I wasn't particularly fond of and wasn't uh, on the same page with them politically or socio economically, societally, mm-hmm. all those things. But yet, like you, you still have you still have meals that I have to provide. There are still right. there are still things that I you know and right. and 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 like you know holding people to account for the actions of somebody that they have no control over whatsoever is is iffy, especially by the way if the only reason you're holding that person accountable is because of the color of their skin. Like that's the, that's the only right. reason Chris Paul and James Jones and Monty Williams get isolated here is because like, how could you, a black powerful person stand for the actions of your owner? It's like, cause he's a more powerful white guy. Like, Correct. <laughs> like, Correct. That's, that's, that's how that goes. Um, I will, I, I, we will move on though. We will, you know, segue awkwardly over to Ben Simmons and, the 76ers, where this story took a step forward this morning. Um, I'm going to uh, read from Adrian Wojnarowski's uh, Twitter at WojSPN. ESPN sources, the 76ers find Ben Simmons his $360,000 game salary for missing Thursday's game and plan to resume finding him, finding him until he cooperates with team physicians on his mental health issues and fulfills other basketball-related obligations. Um. I'm just going to, I'm just going to say this. This is tantamount to them. The Sixers announcing publicly. We think this person is using mental health issues to not have to work. And Mm -hmm. that is, they better, they they better hope. They better hope that he is because it's pretty gross. Yeah. Well, if he, let's just say he isn't right. Let, let's say, he is actually dealing with shit, which by mm-hmm. the way, like anybody who was watching the playoffs last year and somebody who literally wouldn't shoot a dunk with Trey young on their back. Like that's the yips, man. That's a, that's a mental thing <laughs> that like, it's Chuck Knobloch throwing the first. It was, it was just, you know, that that's what was going on there. So something in my opinion was clearly not quite right there. And if he does now meet with team physicians and they, and they, and, and by the way, this is where it gets super tricky 
because it's team physicians, people right. who are employed by the team, right? And they're going to, you know, ask him questions, run tests, figure out what he's actually going through. And, and if he does, you know, if they come back to, to Daryl Moore, if they go, they go back to um, the rest of that Philly organization and say, actually, you know what, guys, this guy is actually going through some shit here. Then everybody has to get fired. Everybody, every single person who had anything to do with this decision whatsoever has to go. So, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's really gross. Um, the problem for the Sixers is like they have once been said, I'm struggling like emotionally, mentally, whether, and I'm always inclined to believe people, right. Um, whether it's true or not, it, that takes away all of the Sixers leverage, right. They have no leverage left yeah and so i think this is the sixers trying to exert more pressure on him what i don't i mean it's just so gross like that statement is so gross if you like why isn't it good enough for like if you want to because you have no leverage if you want to make ben prove that he's struggling i don't know why you would like want to go that route but if so why not let him say like i'm going to talk to this doctor right like whoever it is i don't care who it is i'm struggling why why isn't that good enough if anything my question like if anything you don't believe him going to a different doctor i am going to see somebody like here yeah like here's a doctor's note right like going back to like getting out of school right here's my doctor's note Mm -hmm. i don't the fact that it has to be a team person or they don't believe it is it's just gross well and again like this has always been the, you know, undercovered, unsaid aspect of the relationships that teams have with team physicians is that team f- physicians inherently have a an incentive to mm-hmm. get guys back on the court, get back guys back on the field, side with the organization over the player. Right. Like for a long time now, I've actually kind of thought that leagues should probably provide uh independent physicians for situations just like this one because well, but here's but the issue with that is like they're they're not independent right because like there is uh the league in itself has incentives right like so yeah. less uh, so than than teams though i think it'd be no no, less no, I don't know. no, no, no hold on i think it is i don't think it is less so i think it is different. really i think mm. it's different right because like teams will like a team doesn't the team pick any team you want the team doesn't care if somebody plays in a specific game right Mm. the league does if it's a national televised game right like it's true let's say somebody plays on you know the lakers have a game a tuesday and a thursday and the thursday is the tnt game right yeah if 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 the lakers are any team it doesn't matter if somebody's like you want to rest somebody it doesn't matter to team x if it's tuesday or thursday but the, it matters to the league which one because mm-hmm. they want the national team this is why like with with uh, Kawhi, this is why you know they they were started finding people well it even goes back farther than that you know tim duncan and all those guys yeah um it, it matters to the league and it's why guys like Kawhi have independent doctors and want to get a yeah. second opinion their own doctors because the league has incentives for guys playing certain games or not also well maybe maybe then yeah and 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 maybe that is just the solution for these guys if possible to to have a doctor that they can go 
and talk to who uh, can offer the insight that Philly is looking for here. What what can't happen though is like I you're, you're putting again and and look it if Simmons is using mental health for like to his advantage here and uh, you know using it for leverage then it is him spitting on everybody who has ever gone through anything yes having to do with mental health right like yes. it is him like that is disgusting that's gross too yes yeah and, and so like that needs to be said as well but like i don't know man while he might have incentive to 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 make it up because this is how he can keep his money it's also like it's also really difficult for a man especially a person of color like in in my yes. in my in my mexican family if you come forward with any of that shit it's like Oh, yes. just go, soft, just go, weak. yeah, yeah. Go yeah. talk to your priest. He'll, he'll Rub figure some dirt out. on it. Yeah. Yeah. He'll, he'll you know, go, go talk to, go talk to, you know, to father so-and-so over there. And, and, and that person will tell you, Oh, just do a few Hail Marys and you'll be fine in the morning. Like, yeah. like that's, it, it's, it's, it, it's very, it's a very stigmatized issue. Mm-hmm. And I just think, especially, if, especially you mentioned it, people of color. Yeah. Uh, and especially in sports, which are yeah. like areas where, toughness and you know yeah is 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 uh held in in such high regard yeah yeah um so like to connect it back to the last thing we were just talking about um and you make a really good point is it possible he's making this up sure is it possible that you know the women that were saying that they are you know it's a terrible environment or that they were or abused or women that have been raped or is it possible to do some women make that up? Sure. Some mm-hmm. do, but it is so difficult to come forward with allegations of, you know, sexual misconduct or rape or, you know, like mental health, you're just saying like mental health. It is so difficult to come forward that I would prefer to believe until people that yeah. come forward until otherwise right like i would rather i would rather be wrong believing than not believing i guess is is my point well because like because of all of the people who come forward and yes there are a percentage of people who come forward with with other intentions in mind but there are also a ton of people who are still unwilling to come forward and deal with those things and and the harder that we make it for people to come forward and the more that we cynically judge those who do the harder it becomes for those who are actually dealing with this Correct. shit. You know, I, I, you know, I, I deal with this shit. Like I, I have insane imposter syndrome. It can be crippling at times. It, you know, anxiety can get to me all the time. Mm-hmm. And it is very difficult to even consider going, you know, speaking to somebody because like, that's just not how I was raised. And eventually, yeah, I think I, you know, I will, it, it would be productive for me to go and talk to somebody, but it's like, it is a very difficult decision to make because on some level you're admitting that something is wrong with you. And, and, and even if that is a wrong way to look at it, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a terrifying thing to have to confront. And, and I think with Simmons here, again, if he is, if he is faking this, then I, on a very personal level will, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, he, yeah, I will, going, yeah. I'll, I'll eat this dude for a long time. Yeah. But if he isn't, and if he's actually going through shit here, and I think it's fairly likely that he is, I think it's pretty likely actually, more likely that he is that he isn't. Um, if he is going through shit and he is talking to somebody, 
then it's none of the Sixers fucking business. Right. It isn't. It just flat out right. isn't, yeah. especially if yeah. the only reason that they want to, to talk to him is so that they can get him back on the floor and benefit from him personally. Like there's something truly disgusting there. It's gross. Where, like, where like they're saying, hey, maybe you aren't going through stuff, but maybe you are. And if you are going through stuff, hey, can you get better on our terms so that we can get you back out onto the court and showcase to the rest of the league that you are still a decent player and we can up your trade value like that. It's just the deeper that you dig on this thing, the uglier it becomes. And, and, and it's going to get worse before it gets better, by the way. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. They, they just, they, just, they need like, to trade. We've him. been talking from, we like our, the first show. <laughs> I yeah. Think we, I think we basically it. started with like, what do you do here? You said, Hey, Aaron, you've been around the league here. You've seen situations. Well, not like this, but like, like this, what does the team do here? And my answer, whatever, two months ago was, trade him immediately yeah because it's just going to get worse and what is the answer for the sixers right now trade him immediately because it's going to get worse um and like they've been good so far right there was the part of it was like oh you know they're gonna they're gonna suck so you know if they're bad then there's gonna be more pressure to get something for simmons right Mm -hmm. they've been pretty good (laughs) not pretty good they've been really good yeah um but this is going to get worse. Trade him now. And then also like getting the word out here like this where, and maybe it came from, from Ben's camp that, Hey, they just find me again. And, and in these things, and they're asking me to talk to their physicians. And, and in which case, like he's within his own right to, to leak that. But if they leak this, if this, if this leak comes from the 76ers, then you're hurting the guy's trade value yourself because now you're putting it out there that this guy is willing potentially to fake mental health issues to not be on the court. There's just like, it's short-sighted. It's selfish. It's disgusting. It's, it's, it's not the move to make here in any way that you look at it. And, and like the last thing I want to say about this, because this is a point that I've heard made constantly in regards to the situation I keep on hearing, well, if there's anybody who uh, was built to deal with the situation, it's Daryl Morey. And this guy isn't going to blink. And this guy isn't going to make a deal just to make a deal. And it's like, well, that right there tells me that that guy isn't actually equipped to deal with the situation. Because anybody who understands the human element of this would have said, oh, yeah, this is over. There is no getting this guy back onto the court. There is no happy ending here with this guy. And the notion that Daryl Morey thinks so tells me he's one of the worst equipped GMs to deal with this situation. Because everybody watching this is saying, you know, it's it's a toxic relationship. We all we've all had friends. Some of us have actually been in toxic relationships, and and it's like you know what that looks like, and and you know that there's a line in the sand that like you once you cross it, that line is still there, and your footprints are on the other side of it. That's not going anywhere. And, and, and everybody watching this is like that happened two months ago with with the situation. It happened after the playoff game. He couldn't return to the team after the way that playoff game turned out. And then and the then things MB that were said does. about him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The I fact mean, this that Maury like, doesn't get is, that, like, come on, man. This has just been like handled as poorly as possible. Like at every, you know, at every decision point. Right. Do we turn right yeah. or do we turn left? It's been wrong every time. Right. right. It just, it's, let's go middle and worse and worse, <laughs> worse and worse and worse and worse. And again, yeah. like it's going to get worse before. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, it's not going to get better. It's just going to get worse until he's gone. Yep. Um, but it has been like, I don't, I don't think 
Simmons has handled it particularly well either. But the Sixers yeah. have have just like every time it has been just like a comedy of errors. However, whatever the worst way to handle each of the like at every decision point, the Sixers have handled it the worst way possible. Yeah. It's kind of like Miles Morales in that in that Spider-Verse movie where like he has all the, the wrong answers and the, and the teacher says, if you just filled this out blind, you would have gotten 25 <laughs> percent. Like, <laughs> like you, you know, the answers here and you're opting to do the other thing. Um, all right. Speaking of of things that, uh, you know, might get worse, might get better, might need a change. Speaking of 25 percent. Yeah. Let's talk about the Lakers. The field goal percentages. <laughs> um. Aaron, this yes. is going to sound like a hot take, and I All wanted right, I'm to, ready for I, it. I wanted to give this take, you know, given some time removed between the game and now, right? Mm-hmm. And and I've thought about it. I rewatched parts of the game. Don't um, do that to yourself. Played played some played some video games. Started watching Narcos. Do you, are you a Narcos guy? Narcos is really good. oh right. Did it? Is it today? Newest season uh, came yeah, out yeah. last night. Like, yeah. Night. Oh, it was last night. Yeah, yeah. Season three, yeah. Narcos Mexico season three. Yeah, yeah, yeah I am. I, I haven't. I'm on episode three of that already. So right. it's it's very yeah. good. Um, I've been watching. I've been watching uh, you. You know, you on Netflix. No, I haven't seen that. Okay, is yeah, that I've like the, that. It's kind of like Dexter show. Yeah, I don't know what Dexter. Oh, Dexter's like the serial killer. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but I did. I saw. I saw that Narcos is is is. Yeah, I'm excited. And then the harder they fall, the movie. I saw you. I saw you. Uh, yeah, that tweeting was, about that. It's a. It's a wow. uh, western, right? Yeah. I yeah. Watch that. It is. Uh, really, in really succession. Good. I've been, you know, I've been on, but yeah. you, you can't binge that. Sorry, I. I, yeah. I but, led you but, astray. I'm trying to. I'm trying to help you out from. <laughs> give you other things to do other than well, re- I was, watch I was trying, losses. The point of all this is to say that, like, I have given myself other things to think about, other things, and then you know, kind of come back to the Lakers, giving myself something else to think about raising a daughter so that gives me you know an excuse to just kind of play around and be goofy for a while there you go and and so and the more that i came back to it the more i keep thinking like and maybe this is prisoner of the moment uh but this is the first time i've had any doubt whatsoever about the lakers not just like you know getting to the finals getting to the conference finals like playing game crossed my mind this morning you know, like, like mm-hmm. I think it's 75% more, you know, it's 75% that I think they, they securely make the playoffs, don't have to play in the playing game and, and, and advance from there. Um, but that 25% is speaking way louder in the back of my mind than I would kind of like to. And yeah, so I'm just, I, I'm curious, like, is my, is my doubt creeping in uh, fair? Yes. Well, yes. Uh, I don't. I, how about this? I don't know if your specific scenario doubt is fair, but doubt like in and of itself, I think it is, is quite fair. I mm-hmm. I'll say, I'll put it this way. My opinion on the team has shifted, right? Mm-hmm. It has changed. Um, or, or my, my opinion of how this season is going to go has, has changed. Um, I still think the Lakers are going to make the playoffs pretty like surely, Mm -hmm. but I thought this was, I I thought the Lakers were the favorites to win the West. Mm -hmm. And from what I have seen so far, I no longer think that. Um, Mm. so I think, I think, you know, with new information, there are 
you know, changes of opinion. Um, I don't like what I've seen so far. Do I think the Lakers are going to make the playoffs? Yes. Um, but I think, I think having doubt and having a different opinion than when the season started, I, I think, I mean, from what we've seen so far, probably should. They're bad defensively um, mm-hmm. and kind of inattentive. Um, and like my fallback was always like, look, like you have LeBron, you have Anthony Davis and that works. Right. And when mm-hmm. it matters, that works. And LeBron is the best problem solver in the history of planet earth on a basketball floor. Mm-hmm. Um, but are we seeing like little bits of erosion from LeBron? When he's, when he's there, he looks great, right? LeBron has been mm-hmm. really, really, really good um, and looks like LeBron. However, I think it would be unfair to not like point out that the little nicks and bumps and bruises that mm-hmm. he's had so far this year. And then, you know, even though it was kind of a, a freak accident injury last year, like LeBron of three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago was indestructible. Mm-hmm. Um, so will LeBron be able to be LeBron for however long the Lakers are going to need him to be LeBron this season with everybody on the floor? I still think the Lakers ceiling is very, very high. Um, But I, from what we've seen so far, it hasn't been good. Um, Deandre Jordan is, has not been good. Um, That is putting it mildly. Um, Rondo hasn't been good to also be fair to the Lakers, right? Like it's going to be tough when a third of your roster is missing, right? To yeah. say, what does this team look like? You know, and, and, and even, you know, a lot of people are like, look, this is not going to be the Lakers team, you know, in April, right? Which maybe that's true. But the difficult part is when you don't have your roster there, it's kind of tough to evaluate what you have and what you need because yeah. there just aren't guys that are, there are guys playing that either shouldn't be playing or wouldn't be playing the roles or the minutes that they are playing if the roster was was complete. It's I just think, like it's just not it's just not a very good basketball team. The Lakers are not good right now. The the source of my concern is so if you're saying like, you know, where do the solutions come from? Well, get LeBron healthy. Okay, but like he was to start the year. Right? Yeah. And the Lakers got smacked by Phoenix. He was to start the year. And yeah. They got smacked in the fourth quarter by Golden State. Yeah. And, um, you know, and then it's like, oh, well, well, when the Lakers traded for Russ, it was, oh, well, the reason you trade for him is so that on nights that LeBron can't go, like, you know, Russ can pick up the slack. You win those games that, that you wouldn't have won last year. Yeah. To which I would say, like, okay, but wasn't that last night? Wasn't that the OKC game? Like, yeah, they barely yeah, that's, beat that's fair. San Antonio. You know, like it, it yeah, that's it was bad. Yeah, fair. And, and, and like the other thing too is the, the sources of hope or the sources of like the reasons it'll turn around make me kind of nervous. You're hoping that Trevor Reza comes back at 36 years old and solves the Lakers wing defensive uh, deficiencies. And that makes me kind of nervous because not only are you asking a 36 year old. Well, but, but there again, like that, I was actually going to bring him up next, but like with Ariza, not only are you asking 36 Trevor, Trevor Ariza to, to fix those things or help fix those things, but you're asking a post foot surgery, Trevor Ariza to, to come in 
and help and fix those things. You're asking Taylor Horton Tucker to come f- fix your, your wing defensive issues. He's six, four, like he's a sturdy thick four. He has real long arms though. <laughs> he's, He's thick for right, like he's he's. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that DJ chose? It looked like DJ chose. <laughs> so like <laughs> with two C's, mm-hmm. and so like I, you know, you're looking at you're you're looking at a, a young, you know, what is he, twenty one years old still, right? Tht, uh, yeah. I believe he's. I don't think he's twenty one yet. I think he's twenty. Awesome. So you're going to be hoping that a, a newly minted 21 year old who is six, four long, six, four and a sturdy, thick, six, four, <laughs> and a, a sturdy, six, thick, four. four. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be stuck in my head forever. Uh, but <laughs> but <laughs> so you're good. asking, like you're asking this kid to come in and fix something that is arguably the toughest thing in the league to fix, right? Like wing defenders are really difficult to come by. And, uh, you know, after that, like, okay, Kendrick Nunn is supposed to help with like some of the guard issues that the Lakers have had, but he's not going to take minutes away from Russell Westbrook. Like, that's not how that's going to play out. And then, all right, you want to stagger Russell Westbrook and, and, and make Russ better that way. Okay. But like eventually Russ and LeBron are going to have to play together, you know, and not, and not, not have it be like your turn, my turn. So I, I don't know, like the, it's not just that they have looked bad so far this season. And they've looked bad, by the way, against bad competition. They've only played three playoff teams so far. And yeah, it's not. Yeah. The schedule's been very easy. Yeah. And, and so, like, it's not just that they have looked bad. It's that, like, the things that are supposed to fix the reasons they have looked bad don't exactly, you know, keep me warm at night. <laughs> they don't exactly. No, not like, like a, a comfort blanket. No, I mean. I, I, you all of that is fair. What, again, what I fall back to is LeBron, you have LeBron and Anthony Davis and, yeah. you know, maybe even including Brooklyn, but maybe at least, at least probably everybody outside of Brooklyn, you say, Hey, you got like, take your two best guys off the roster. And here's LeBron and Anthony Davis. You want your two best guys are LeBron and Anthony Davis. Let's, you know, figure out the rest. You mm-hmm. like LeBron and Anthony Davis is the answer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, <laughs> right. But at some point, like LeBron is an alien, right? LeBron's mm-hmm. not human. But at some point, father time yeah. catches up to all of us. Is that now for LeBron? I don't know. That's that is what gives me pause. Um, but you know, even with LeBron and AD, it hasn't looked great against yeah. not a good roster. The other the other reason for some hope, if 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 the Lakers can figure it out, is right. Like Utah looks really good. I'm not worried about Utah in the playoffs. We've seen this movie before, right? The Warriors look really good. Yeah. If you ask me who's going to win the West right now, I'm going to tell you the Warriors, right? Because they have looked great. They have got they have three lottery picks that haven't done anything yet, and they have a Hall of Famer coming back. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, off to very significant injuries and hasn't played in you know 100 years. However, he's Clay yeah. Thompson. Yeah. So, but everybody else in the West, like, are you like, let's say the Lakers finish seventh or sixth or ninth and win you know get in through the playing game 
like who from the West is, is really concerning in the playoffs, right? Like the West doesn't like, nobody's look good. Dallas. Yeah. Denver's okay. Like Denver's looked okay. The Clippers have been pretty bad. Like there's nobody. Phoenix has been not great. And there's all this Bobby Sarves stuff. (laughs) So like, which probably isn't going to help. So Dallas has been, and they have no centers left. Um, You know, John wick three, Boban is is playing a bunch of it. So if the Lakers can, you know, start figuring some things out, um, that is one thing that is kind of encouraging is that the competition, frankly, doesn't look all that good. Yeah. And, 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 and look, it's really early and uh, it was always going to take a while for these guys to figure it out under the best of circumstances, because there are right. so many new guys. So, yeah. and, and this has been far from the best of circumstances. So like if you were, if you're looking for reasons to be optimistic, it can't get much worse, right? Like, you know, it, I'm, I mean, it can. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to knock mean, on it, it, it certainly can. <laughs> I'm going to not, I'm just going to spend the rest of the day knocking on wood, hoping I didn't just jinx it. But, but like, that's, that's kind of where, where I kind of stand with this team. My last question, and I don't want to get you here in too much trouble. Okay. And by the but, way, hold on. By the way, mm-hmm. the Lakers are, still over 500 right it's not like yeah it's been but, not great but it's not like two they're not two and seven they could be could very yes. easily be sure sure you know? okay so let, what's your question to not get me in trouble and you can you can tell me that hennessy tastes good if you prefer hennessy is delicious yeah although <laughs> but, sincoro today I'm, I'm i'm continuing from last night still that sounds that sounds good sincoro um, and hennessy from last well, whatever mixing them just oh, oh god oh. <laughs> My body is a temple. <laughs> um, but if things don't turn around, mm-hmm. do we get a scapegoat situation? Um, with do you mean? Uh, do you mean? Do you mean um, a player or front office coach kind of person? With with a, with, a, with a coach who was only given a one year extension heading into the season. Hennessy is delicious. <laughs> Hennessy is delicious. Sincoro is delicious. Sincoro is delicious. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, look, uh, I don't think anything like that is is imminent. Um, but the facts are what they are. Yeah. And yeah, the facts are what they are. And Hennessy is delicious. So I'm going to go ahead and speak for you, not for okay. you here, but I'm going to go ahead and speak here. I think, so like the nature of a scapegoat is that the person who is getting blamed for the thing is not necessarily actually to blame, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't think Frank Vogel... Oh, let, me, let me pull up dictionary.com. Hold yeah. on. Scapegoat, okay. Nope. <laughs> so... It's not owned by uh uh yeah never mind. <laughs> Speaking of, I don't know why we were talking about Cleveland so much on this damn show. Okay. So uh, actually, I do know my last week, but go ahead. <laughs> so Frank Vogel is is not the person who made the decisions on the on the way that this roster is put together. It is Correct. not a roster, by the way, that like if Frank Vogel was asked about it, that he would be particularly thrilled about. Like I, he's not the kind of ruffle feathers. I don't think he's he's like capable of seeing a saying a mean thing. He's but a like, really good dude, yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I also think, you know, if if he's just sitting there in a room watching the Lakers sign guys, you know, his hair's a little thinner this this season. I kind of wonder if he was. <laughs> wait, 
monk and and none. Oh, oh, and and Rondo. All right, and oh, and and DeAndre Jordan. All right. Um, hey, uh, what about wings? Like, are we no no wings? Just just mellow. Uh, all right. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, I like your Frank impression there. Um, yeah, I mean, that's those. It, yes, those are uh, that all of that is fair. I, I think I've said it on the show before, but I think that um, so like the Warriors for years have even like even in the best of times, right? The, the Warriors have struggled with Steph off the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think part of that has been like Steph is, in my opinion, Steph's the best offensive player in the history of planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Not the best scorer, but the best offensive player. So I think the Warriors probably in roster construction have sometimes just said like, mm, like Steph's got it offensively. Yeah. Steph's got it. Um, well, or to a like certain the, extent, like if your star, if your team is better or fine with you off of the floor, you're probably not an actual superstar. Fair. Uh, and like the Jazz, the reason the Jazz, everybody's like uh, Rudy Gobert gets exposed in the playoffs. I mean, kind of sometimes, but I think the Jazz in roster construction have been like, we don't need to get defensive guys because Rudy Gobert is so good. Like he's a defense in and of himself. And what I'm wondering is, I think Frank Vogel is maybe the best defensive coach in the league. At minimum, he is an elite defensive coach. And so perhaps too much in roster construction was placed on like, well, we've got Frank and LeBron and AD. So the defense is going to be fine. Like let's focus elsewhere. And that doesn't necessarily take into account the defensive talent that has been around. Yeah. And look, and look like the Lakers had the number one defense in the NBA last mm-hmm. year with a lot of Anthony Davis and LeBron James being hurt together mm-hmm. or not, um, but available, like even when they were available, they were tweaked up or, or if they were, right. or they just flat out weren't available, but that doesn't like, right. There is, there is a cost to like losing Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso is just a really good defensive player. Right. And Danny green and, uh, and even Kuz. like and KCP and Kuz is pretty good. Like, so, um, there is, I in roster and right, like there's going to be, there's going to be concessions that have to be made always in roster building, unless you're the, you know, 2016, 17 warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, in focusing on getting shooting and scoring and offensive players outside of, you know, Russ and AD and, and LeBron, right. There's just not a lot of like defensive talent, frankly, on the roster and maybe in roster building too much was placed on. We'll be fine because AD and LeBron and Frank. The only thing I keep coming back to, if that was, and and there's no reason to say that you're wrong and that this wasn't their approach, but like if they were banking so heavily on Frank being part of the solution, you have to extend him long enough to where he feels comfortable enough to, to, to make decisions that keep your defense afloat, you know, it, it's just, it's just, it, it was a, it was a mistake then. And, and uh, you know, it was, a, it was an, it was an interesting off season that 
you know, again, granted, this is the worst it could have gone to start the year. And yes, they're five and four. So technically speaking, it could, you know, record wise be worse. But like having LeBron kind of with, with a couple of Knicks already, Anthony Davis is now dealing with a strained thumb. Haven't seen Kendrick Nunn. Wayne Ellington has been a shell of himself uh, with because of the hamstring thing. Uh, you know, you just go through all the, the wing sized of- guys are not have not yeah. played yet. Right. And so, so like Kent Bazemore just like, hasn't been very good, um, which, which is, which is really kind of hurt. And so like it, it is going, it has to improve. It's just a matter of like, you know, do, do we have to lower our expectations for how high that improvement can go, how high that ceiling can go. And for me, that ceiling has, has lowered quite a bit. That, that's, that was the purpose of the, the, this conversation. It's like, where's the ceiling now? And do I have the ceiling too low? Uh, well, are you, what is, what is the new ceiling for you? So I can answer if that's too low. Oh, no. I mean, like we, we talked about it. Like it was just, it was just like the, I, I think the new c- ceiling. Yeah. Because like, you, you mentioned your floor, but you haven't mentioned oh, the yeah, new yeah, ceiling. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Um, ceiling Western conference, like finals. I don't think they make the finals this year. Like as, as their absolute ceiling. Yeah. That's where I have them. Okay. All right. I mean, again, like my I my opinion has shifted. I thought they, they were the most likely team to win the West. I thought yeah. Brooklyn would 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 win the whole thing, but um I would no longer pick them as the favorites in the West. But I think the ceiling is still if we're talking the ceiling, I I mean yeah. it's, it's this is still a team that at that their peak, at their win ceiling could win the championship. Do I yeah. think that's going to happen? Would I predict that? No, but yeah. I think the ceiling is still there. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's that's fair. And, and and I don't even think we're necessarily that far off, right? Like we're talking about the difference between one or two series, and I think the Lakers have a puncher's shot, puncher's shot in almost every series that they'd be going into. It just kind of depends on on matchups and how well the, the rest of the league shapes up. Because like, by the way, all of these rosters, like people say. Well, this isn't going to be the, the the roster that the Lakers finish up with. Well, probably say the same thing about just about every team out sure. there, and especially the 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 finals competitors. That sure. their roster is also going to improve over the course of the season as well. I just right. like I again I do not like what I've seen so far. Yeah, I'm not sure if LeBron and AD are healthy. I'm not sure who I would pick. Maybe the Warriors, maybe, but outside of the Warriors, I don't think there's anybody I'm picking to beat LeBron and AD if they're healthy in the Western conference. And frankly, Brooklyn hasn't looked any good either. I guess I'm not necessarily willing to, to just pencil in LeBron is healthy. Yeah. I mean that, that, that is really the question. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and wrap up here with, with a a funner note, a funnier note. We've been promising you this story for a long time. We're going to shake out like all the the negativity. I'm going to take a sip of my drink. I'm just going to, you know, I've finished mine. If that tells you anything about how, how, <laughs> how uplifting this show has been. I've been, it tells me I've been talking too much. Um, <laughs> so, so let's, uh, let's, let's, let's get that, that, that negative energy out. Let's, let's bring in story time. Let's uh, set the scene here. It's the Ruben Patterson story that we yeah. have been promising you now for a while. Let's get to it. So I don't, for some reason, this show has been about um, Cleveland way too much and gambling a lot. But so uh, this 
has nothing to do with Cleveland, but it is a, a gambling story. So this is uh, 2007, I want to say. Yeah, it's 2007. So um, I have just um, sold a condo in, mm-hmm. uh, in, in Portland working for the Blazers, uh, actually in Tualatin, Oregon, where the Blazers practice facility is. Bought a condo in 2004, sold it, made a, I did pretty well. So nice. I decide, you know what I want to do? I'm going to be a cliche. What I've always wanted is an Escalade. So All right. I go with cash, with mm-hmm. a duffel bag of cash. A du- an, actual a duffel, du- an actual duffel bag. I duffel Not bag like it. swiping actual, the debit card. Actual. Nope, buy an Escalade. So big, the long one too, the, yeah. the ESV, the big, the big boy. It was yeah. Pearl, you know, it had to be Pearl. That was back in the day. That's the one you wanted. So uh, do that, right? Pretty happy about it. Have a, have a little bit left in, in my pocket. Not a lot, actually. You know, I had it pretty close. So got a few dollars left in my pocket. Not, uh-huh. not a lot. And that motherfucker was expensive. Yeah, um, they still are. They're crazy. Yeah. Oh, uh, God, I missed that. I missed that thing. Oh, I love, I love that truck. Um, anyway. So we, uh, so my girlfriend at the time who later became my wife, who's now my ex-wife, her best friend, uh, the two of them go, they go with me by it. And, uh, one of Ruben's guys was trying to talk to my ex-wife's best friend. Mm -hmm. So he, uh, he calls her and says, Oh, what are you guys doing? She said, Oh, Aaron just bought us. Oh, bring it by. I want to see it. Bring it by, bring it by. All right, come come to the come to the crib. We're over at Ruben's. Come to the crib. Like, well, mm-hmm. All right, fine. So go over to Ruben's place. Uh, and uh, he had a uh, he had like a champagne colored Bentley that he was uh, his boy was trying to take my ex-wife's best friend around. And, you know, wow. Uh, so we're hanging out in the living room. I'm not really doing, you know, I'm just kind of staying out of everything. But mm-hmm. him and his boys, Ruben and his boys are, are playing dice, right? They're they're. Uh, playing craps but not like you would play craps at a casino yeah it's basically corner craps yes <laughs> which is basically <laughs> there's no odds it's nothing right yeah it's basically everybody puts some money in you you, you roll the dice you 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 7-eleven or crap out fine you win yeah. or lose or if you don't you get it's your point and you like shoot to it there's no like there's yeah. not a lot more to it than that uh-huh uh you know there there's no craps math is like to be fair it's very like if you're actually going to play craps at a casino type of craps like away from a casino the math there is kind of difficult it it, it is yeah, yeah it eventually there's gets no like there's no like give me 20 on the hard eight right like yeah. there's none of that right, right. where's the pass uh, line none of that right none of that so there's like some good amount of money there you know at times there's like a pile of 20 30 grand on the on on the floor uh-huh and uh is that so, all <laughs> so oh, Ruben is like Ruben is ruining his boys, right? Just ruining oh, no. them. <laughs> and so what he's doing, what he does though, is when they run out of money, he'll loan them money back. Oh man. So they can take more money from him. Oh, which is no. ridiculous because he's right. The reason yeah. they have any money to begin with is because of him. Right. He's just winning uh, his own money. Correct. So he's like trying to get me involved after. And I'm like, nah, I'm good, man. <laughs> nah, I'm staying out of this. I'm, I'm good, man. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, it's like 20, 30 grand on, on, on the floor pretty much at all times. So he cleans his boys out. 
mm-hmm. loans them money back over and over. And eventually they're like, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> so he wants to keep playing. So he's like, come on, man. You got you got some money. And I'm like, nah, man, I'm good. And he goes, man, I was doing some uh, TV stuff for the Blazers at this time. He's got, man, you got that TV money. You good. Come on, let's go. Like, mm-hmm. nah, man, I'm good. <laughs> I just literally like, and I, even in those days now, never carried cash. In those days I didn't carry cash either. Yeah. Um, I, I did more then than now. I never carried cash now. Yeah. I'm like, man, I got nothing. I mean, he goes, man, you just bought the truck. You got money. What you doing? <laughs> and I don't have, I don't have any money. And he goes, you got that TV money. Come on, let's get it. I'm like, nah, I'm good. He goes, come on. I go, uh. he goes, how much you got on you? And I literally had like 500 bucks on me, <laughs> like yeah. but whatever it was, my truck was like 80 grand, whatever it was. I literally had like yeah. $500 left uh-huh. to my name, basically. And he's like, what you got? I'm going, all right, man, I got like 500. And he mm-hmm. goes, all right, I got, I got five, I'll five grand against your 500. I go, what? He goes, you put your 500 in, I'll put my 5,000 in. I say, all right. He goes, you want to roll? You want me to roll? I said, oh, I'll roll. So I put 500 down. He puts 5,000 down one roll seven. I need all of this and get up and like 5,500. You're good. Hey girls, we're leaving. Yeah. (laughs) Did he let you leave? Oh yeah. I left. Yeah. yeah. He was so mad though. He was so mad. He was so mad. His boy, I think his boy's name was Sean. I think his boy was, was even more upset because I, I, I took the girl the with me that he was one. trying to hook up with. But, oh no. Dude. So he was, he was more upset than Ruben. Ruben didn't care about the five grand, but I'm like, man, we leaving. I'm out of here. I have, I have a single at practice. He was here. so mad at me. He was so mad at, for like a week. He was giving me shit at practice. When you, when you rolled the dice, did you yeah. yell Kobe? I didn't i should have though but but if i was gonna do that i couldn't really i couldn't really roll them i kind of had to shoot yeah. shoot the dice up in the air <laughs> with the jumper i had to the do a kobe finger roll you, like kobe, you know you yeah go. uh yeah <laughs> that was the time i won five grand it turns out Ruben patterson. patterson is as irrationally confident in craps as he was at basketball because yeah. i mean he to be fair he had won like 80 grand <laughs> already yeah. that night but of his own money so like he, pretty much, yeah. The only much. the only time, and I'm sure his way, boys never paid him back. But, yeah. yeah, the only way he could have lost money was the way that he lost money there. Yeah, and That's, he deserved it because I was like, I was trying to stay out of it. I'm like, yeah, man, and I he gave you ten to one odds, right? Like that, like, you know. You want to do what now? All right, man. There are very few things that I would not feel comfortable doing ten to one odds in gambling for. Like I, I'll bet any. Like if I had, if there is nothing else going on. And there's some team that is a 10 to one dog. I have no problem whatsoever. Just putting a, a few bucks on it and just having some fun. This is just I so much the statute more of limitations has like run out on. <laughs> right. This story is okay. At this point, this was 14 years ago. Probably so. is he on Twitter? Like, I'm going to at him. Hey, oh boy. Remember that time that. Oh it, boy. Aaron... <laughs> we want to do that. Actually, I saw him. Well, not recently. Uh, a couple of years ago, he was at uh the uh at kobe's jersey retirement uh mm. there's a thing at staples center when kobe had both of his jerseys retired um so that was actually the last time i saw him and i gave him shit about it <laughs> fun fun fact actually uh kobe's jersey is actually uh it actually covers reuben patterson's lakers jersey the lakers <laughs> retired his jersey because he did such a terrible job defending kobe that they just let him <laughs> like a clipper <laughs> they covered up covered all up like the clippers no, that's Cover insane. Because like the, the thing about Ruben Patterson is like 
Because he was he was like what six six probably six seven yeah yeah uh-huh. six 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 seven like yeah. in really good professional athlete shape yeah if he wanted to could probably have kicked it, anybody in that room's ass any any single person except for maybe a security guard if he had one uh yeah I mean yeah <laughs> i mean so at like, least oh, at least 15 years ago he's certainly yeah. so i'm I not like, i i've i've, I've ruben i've seen him do some things now the notion the notion of ruben patterson even while i joke being that kind of angry at me after i just took him for five grand would like you know yeah you yeah. put the you put the you put the escalade and you figure out how the uh, turbo works like yeah <laughs> we are we on the move <laughs> we on the move ladies <laughs> gotta go that's amazing. I don't know. I you're talking about the room. Uh, he could kick anybody's ass in in the room at the at the Kobe thing. I, I, DJ Benga was there. I don't know. Benga's not a little dude either. Now, oh, Benga was in the room. Not 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 when we were playing dice, but in the room yeah. at the. Oh uh, my, at, yeah, at, at I meant I meant yeah. in the room that you guys were playing dice. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was that, outside outside of him. I was the biggest and toughest dude there. So absolutely, <laughs> that's right. It's absolutely. Like, I'm saying like you know, and by the way, like you're surrounded with his by his friends too. So. If he gets angry, they're going to get angry. You just pissed off the guy who was trying to get with your. Yeah. Yeah. I think his then girlfriend's yeah. friend. Yeah. Yeah. So like you were not very popular in that room. No. It was, it was, it was no, time, it was time to, to go. go. <laughs> time to go. Well, I think it's. Come on, ladies. Pile time. in. Let's go. <laughs> not now. Right now. <laughs> Don't worry about seatbelts. We just got to go. Let's just time go. To go. Time to yeah, go. It, it doesn't matter. Keep your feet out the window. It's fine. We'll, we'll just, we'll, we'll, you can get comfortable as time to go. Time to time <laughs> no, to time to get those seven miles per right gallon. Now. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you can, no, you can't. You can't use their bathroom. He's they, the plumber's Mm-mm. on the way. They, they, it's broken. Mm-mm. We gotta go. <laughs> time to go. <laughs> Did anybody like? with the blazers nope like at, at no, practice no, with the- no 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 he gave me shit about it for like a week yeah i mean i don't think he really and, cared that much he gave me shit about yeah, it for like a week but no yeah no nah. i don't that's that that's exactly what we need hey <laughs> hey blazer guy you're gambling with the players that's that's exactly what i need yeah yeah that's great playing that's dice amazing. with ruben Petter, great yeah all right well that's why I said. I think the statute of limitations has run out on that. But right? I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, but for, I guess your, we're gonna find your, out, right? Yeah. I guess we're gonna find <laughs> this out. This might be the last episode of the hook. So probably. If so, it's been really fun. Um, <laughs> if you're interested in hosting, co-hosting the hook. At me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's gonna do it. Again, I want to one more time plug uh, the pressure cooker. First show of that is going to be Wednesday night and the Lakers, I believe, are playing the Miami Heat on ESPN. It is, it is in fact. Yeah. So, it is yeah, the, the last five also minutes been really that, good, by the way. Yeah, I'm not. My hopes aren't up. It might just be just be me just sadly drinking into a microphone. And is, that, a is it uh, is that ESPN? It must be. It's going to be on ESPN. On yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. So yeah. I'll be drinking, night. too, but I will be suffering. <laughs> I will be suffering in person. So that's the, that's the plan there for the pressure cooker. I have, you know, more tidbits about that, that are going to be coming out guests that we might be lining up all of that good stuff. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, keep downloading, rating, subscribing, all of those great things uh, and, and telling your friends about this show and all the other shows. Cause you know, the rest of the, co- the, the hosts and co-hosts are doing a fantastic job here, except for Harrison. Um, <laughs> and, until next, <laughs> until next week. 
I'm Anthony Irwin, that was Aaron Larsoul, and this was The Hook. <laughs>